A TV series lives three lives. The first ends with a series finale, the second with the rewatch of the series, and the third with the fan commentary podcast that accompanies the rewatch of the series. It is inevitable that they go through all three stages. The first watch will turn into a rewatch, and a rewatch into what you see before you. Travelers, a dark podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Travelers, a dark podcast. And this is the uh, second episode of the second season. We're covering episodes three and four of season two. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, and I have my co-host, Mel LeBaron. What's going on, Mel? Hey, y'all. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I was about to say it's Valentine's Day, but it's not Valentine's Day when you are listening to this. It is near Valentine's Day. Uh, it was in the past, but, uh, as you all know, as Dark fans, uh, it's not really the, the, you know, the, the, the time that matters, you know, it's, it's not the what, but when or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, we're getting into episodes, uh, three and four of season two. That would be uh, Ghosts and the Travelers. Interesting, huh? That's uh, the, the title of the, the episode and our show. You know, like, did they plan that? I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Mel, uh, how is, uh, how is, how we're uh, watching these ones again? I, um, they were... <laughs> I could tell they're building up for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is kind of more used to time travel and getting on the same page. Yeah, yeah. As we spent all of the first season being like, what the heck is going on? And now everybody's like, we know what's going on. Let's see what we do with this information now. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, like we said in the first, you know, episodes one and two, like, there's a lot of getting people on the same page, and, uh, well, not, not getting people on the same page when one and two, but they're, like, learning individually about all of the timey-wimey time travel stuff, and, um, in these episodes, uh, they kind of finally start to bring it all together, and, uh, uh, team up and make those alliances, if you will. Um, well, not alliances as much as just knowledge bases. These people know this much. These people know this much. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on though. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, 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 bombshells. You know, a lot of uh, you know big big dark moments. If you're you know if you're following the big swells of violin and uh the the emotion that they're trying to drive you to um which they're always great at um but uh yeah the first thing we wanted to get into with this one is uh the kill chair the kill chair is different yeah it's It's no longer a kill chair yeah i i I guess i still don't fully chair yeah, well, but he was Helga was already that was from the stone, right? Getting bashed in the head. Yeah, that's true. Plus, I mean, there's also the the idea that uh, 
I don't know, time, like, fight, you know, fights back sometimes, and the disfigurement is, uh, for some characters, supposed to represent that. <laughs> um, and then some other characters not. Because, like, right. Noah can just kind of do what he pleases in time, and he looks perfect. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a different chair, though. It's, it, uh, instead of having the the eye Bernie thingy. Um, it's, it's like a whole wall that comes around Helga and, uh, does some timey wimey stuff. Um, I, so I still don't fully understand it though. Like, yeah. Cause like that happens. And then Helga and Noah are back in 1953. Like, doesn't exactly show like the operation like it, it shows it closed but it doesn't show how it really works you know right. um i mean i guess he did put the i mean it looked like he put some of the radioactive material into the machine so there's that maybe that's the difference maybe the fact that he had like some of the cesium he was able to like but then what was he doing before? <laughs> Why was he? I don't know, man. This whole kill chair seems like it's like just it's like a busted time machine that like someone that doesn't fully understand the time machine stuff like has picked up. and He's trying to like put it back together with his limited knowledge. It's like it, it it's a time machine that doesn't really work except for finally with this one time. So like all the other time must have been just like. I don't know, figuring out how it works. It's like, oops, I killed another kid. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm 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 rambling. It just it the chair is the one part of the time travel that makes maybe the least sense. Would you agree? It's in the doctor. Yeah. And I think that's mostly due to the fact that like every other time travel method is kind of shown on right. screen. You know? Yeah. Whereas this mm -hmm. one, you just see that you always just see it start and then switches scenes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, kill chair is different. Um, and then we immediately get thrown into the hot and heavy Agnes and Doris affair. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, they are now. Uh, uh, fully committing the adultery with, <laughs> you know, uh, infidelity is, you know, happening between them. Um, and, uh, you know, they're getting hot and heavy. And then, uh, Claudia walks in the room and is, you know, I mean, she didn't see anything like, but she knows, right. but she, you know, she, she saw enough to know that like mom and the guest at the house are wrestling for some reason. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it kind of starts the, um, I guess, that wrinkle of this story as well. Um, yeah. yeah, what do you, uh, how do you think about how they uh, uh, portray this uh, affair in, in Dark? Like, I mean, like, I mean, sorry, that's, I mean, Mel, you have to contribute to this too. You have to give me your thoughts. Well, I didn't um, know what you were asking me. <laughs> well, I mean, like, 
I guess, um, you know, from the sense that, you know, there is the, uh, just the, you know, infidelity aspect of it. That's like, you know, just plot, you know, specific, but there's also, uh, the fact that this is a, um, you know, closeted lesbian, um, affair that's happening in a time when that is, you know, very, very much in the closet as opposed to post like seventies. Uh, well, I think the edits dark is more focused on the time travel and yeah, all the other stuff. It almost seems like no big deal. There's no cultural shame or anything like that. They're just like, yep, they like each other. Yep, they're connected. Move on. Like there's not. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like it's portrayed in a in a really um, uh, tasteful way. You know, it's yeah. not because like you know there there are you know especially in uh, American uh, TV tropes like there are times when you know lesbians in particular are portrayed in like an overly sexualized like male gaze kind of. Uh, way whereas this is uh like i mean it's you know they suggest that the hot and heavy stuff but it's not like they're getting in your face as a viewer with the you know female anatomy um so yeah i was just you know i just wanted to point it out because i thought you know from the first viewing it was just a really um I, i like how they portray like it's no one is really the uh um I guess the antagonist in this situation, you know, like, although it's like, you know, you feel, you know, obviously all this bad stuff's happening to Egon, but he's also, it's part of partially because he's not picking up on a lot of hints all over the place. We're a detective. (laughs) He's really bad at, yeah, I, I think Ulrich was right, honestly. Like, I mean, I, Egon is one of my favorite characters, but he is really? in the huh. wrong profession. Um, cause, well, because of the fact that, like, he is, like, he's one of the few main characters that never gets on, like, never seems to, like, fully catch on to what's happening. Like, he, he's got all the clues, but... <laughs> For some reason, he just, you know, he cannot, especially after these two episodes, like, yeah, it, it baffled me that he did not put things together fully, you know. But he never has to begin with. He's always like, wait, what? Wait, what? Like, yeah. you can barely tell that his life is having an affair, other than the fact that he talks to his boss and he's like, so... Yeah. He's he's like that's he's so like weirdly innocent in that like in that scene, you know. He's like so, uh, you know. Uh, tell me about relationship stuff, like boss. Like I'm an I'm a you know I'm a man that has you know lived through, uh, uh you know feasibly a world war, but like <laughs> he just he's so, yeah. He he's he's not he's not the brightest guy. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he meets uh, his daughter, old Claudia, and then yeah, he goes home the same day and sees his daughter, young Claudia, yeah, and both old and young basically say the same things. They have the eye thing going on, yeah, and he's just like, "Huh, 
And then you move on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Do you think, you know what? Actually, that makes me think. Do you think he maybe like repressed it? Like by drinking? Like, because that's, that's also when he starts drinking is like after, well, wait. No, no, no. I don't think this is yeah. quite when he starts drinking. No, but, but I mean, but, but, you know, we know that he's an alcoholic. And do you think that, I don't know, maybe after all the events of this timeline, he just pushes it down, suppresses stuff? I don't know. I'm just trying to, I guess I'm just trying to headcanon his, uh, his. Well, you're doing it way more credit than I have. You know, he's just, (laughs) I don't know. Him and Ulrich are the two that like, they're like two sides of the same coin. And like, they both get just the worst deal. They really do. You know. Except I think it's worse for Ulrich if he finally sees what's actually going on. Yeah. Yeah. There, but then yeah. he's kind of trapped in the asylum anyway. Yeah, so yeah. No agency. He's kind of like, "Yep, I give up. I'm stuck here anyway." Yeah, yeah. Like they're because they're both they both just barely fall short of figuring out what's going on, which right. is why I think I enjoy them so much. Is like they are, um, they're unwitting pawns to what's happening and right in in that way they're like they have a different story than the travelers because i wouldn't say they're travelers I, yeah you know, I, especially I not egon i mean he's oh, ha- you know no. he's never yeah but ulrich is like he he's like just shy of being a traveler because he doesn't know he's a traveler really he thinks he probably for all he knows he's part of some weird magical like uh time travel thing and there's no science behind it you know ulrich just has like very little context right yeah that's true yeah but um yeah this uh, these episodes continue to you know follow that ulrich and egon parallels uh path you know well kind of their intertwined destiny um yeah because yeah, they each need each other to kind of figure out the mysteries that they have, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and I think there's it, it also the kind of, I know I mentioned it a few times, but there's like the gravity kind of situation where it's like, I think that certain characters are drawn to each other throughout timelines because like of some kind of maybe, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure it's just story, you know, just make sure story works right. But I mean, in the reference to the time stuff, like, you know, again, when Jonas is going to the caves in the past, the kid, the other kids are in the cave in the future. Um, So, you know, and yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that certain characters are drawn to each other because of how this, this stuff is set up. Right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, um, with Agnes, do we, is this the episode that reveals that she and Noah are siblings? Or did we learn this that is, Yeah, episode three is like really Agnes's episode. Okay, Like yeah. it is where okay. you learn the most of, so far about Agnes. 
Right. Okay. I yeah. thought it was Lindbergh. I thought so. Yeah. 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 So you get that Noah and Agnes uh, sibling reveal. Um, you get the reveal that Agnes knows uh, Claudia and is connected to Claudia. Um, and old uh, Claudia or old, old Claudia. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Obviously, she's yeah. connected to young Claudia. Of course. Um, yeah. Which is a kind of the interesting little twist on this episode with between those characters like because it's like complicated when you see it earlier in the episode he's like oh this is a you know child that's stumbling into extramarital affair stuff and that's you know that's difficult and then maybe that's why claudia feels maybe the more love for her dad and she's like oh dad (sighs) you know yeah you're not able to connect with mom but agnes makes mom happy so it's like you said complicated but i think that might also be why she has a lot of feeling with her dad yeah yeah um she really like uh yeah i i i think i'm liking claudia more and more on this second Mm. second watch through Right. Um, she's yeah. just got she's just dealing with so much uh uh just emotional anguish with like the different family members and, yeah yeah like she's I mean, trying to her... reconnect with her daughter her daughter's like this is weird i'm going to school <laughs> oh yeah that scene was really like hard <laughs> it's very well uh put together yeah and then she uh middle claudia goes to the office um and her dad is there and she's almost kind of rude to him yeah like, oh by the way i have cancer now <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny because like she goes from yeah the scene between her and her daughter where her daughter's shrugging her off yeah uh-huh. straight to a scene where her and her dad where she's trying to shrug her dad off exactly so like yep. exactly this, yeah yeah that's really cool um, and then after that she has time traveled and she sees uh what's her daughter's name regina regina yeah um as a grown-up with cancer yeah middle regina yes so then she (laughs) right uh and so yeah just kind of hits home that her daughter is not well later so i'm sure that yeah so both her daughter and her dad have cancer Huh. Yeah, and she works at the uh, nuclear plant. Oh, yeah, that's true. So... I think this is the only time <laughs> also that I heard uh, Fukushima referenced. Oh, really? Oh, do they reference that? Yeah. I missed uh, that. I believe when the... I think there's an episode four, though, but um, when oh. the detective yeah. is investigating more and talk yeah, to yeah. Alexander. Okay, okay. Is, is that part of the reason they're shutting down the plant? Or... No, it was a throwaway line okay. because detective is trying to learn more and Alexander's like, well, ever since Fukushima, you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes more yeah. sense. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that a nuclear plant person would say at some point. Exactly. They'd have to. They'd have to bring up Fukushima. Otherwise, it'd be like weird. 
Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> but in the show, they don't often reference world events outside of Winden, really. So yeah, I was yeah. like, whoa, they're actually talking about not yeah, Winden. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Although we do know that uh, Rick Astley exists. <laughs> and we know that the Matrix exists, and therefore Keanu Reeves exists. So keep that in mind. Keanu Reeves is in the dark universe. That's a strange picture. Okay. The the movie The Matrix exists in the dark universe, right? Uh, They're yeah, referencing yeah. the Matrix constantly. Therefore, Keanu Reeves, the actor, I mean, it could be. You know what? It could be the the version of the Matrix with Will Smith. They're not specific about who the actor is, but because Will Smith was in the running to be that that character in the Matrix originally, um, yeah, completely You're different. Give a way more credit than like, okay. Hey, this, this is my theory. All right, I'm running with it, and I think that that means that Keanu Reeves is in the Dark Universe. So, okay. just saying, it's okay. it's. Um, it's this timey wimey stuff, you know. Um, but uh, what were you talking about before that? We were talking about uh, Claudia and the plant and, and the power plant and the cancer. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Claudia is uh, yeah, she's she's going through a lot in uh, these couple of episodes. Oh, well, I think old Claudia knows that since she's gonna die, she's gonna wrap everything up. And she's like, Well, I'm about to die at the end of the day, so I'm gonna visit Dad, I'm gonna visit Agnes one last time, like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's she does she basically does like a whole like tour before uh before her death at the end of right. uh it's the end of episode three, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three is the the one. Yep, because uh, I have here uh, on episode three, Noah cracks. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> when Noah's reading through the the pages from Claudia, and he's just like losing it. He's like, "What? What about this? This can't be. No, no, this can't be true." You don't remember the end of episode three? I didn't see him that panicked. I saw him look a little shocked. That but... is the most emotion he's shown in this series thus far. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's very stone-faced most of the time. Yeah. Okay. And I think for Noah, that was the equivalent of him, like, lo- like you know, losing maybe, like, because he's a faithful guy, too, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's usually pretty unshocked. I mean, I guess there's a scene with Charlotte. But there, well, he's, yeah. there he's more like, oh, oh my God, it's Charlotte. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's weird. <laughs> Always gives me the, the worst vibes. Um, but yeah, I, I was gonna say though about the uh, the Agnes and Claudia thing before I forget. Like, I think it's really cool that. Literally, like the ro- the roles seem to have reversed between Claudia and um, and Agnes, like old Claudia and Agnes, and young Claudia and Agnes. You know, because you know, for young Claudia, Agnes is this person that is kind of disrupting normalcy in her life, and like she's confused about right. 
Um, but also potentially a, you know, mother figure. Um, I don't recall the story much there, but, you know, as far as, you know. I don't think we have one, really. Well, we don't don't know because we're not at the end of the series yet, so. Well, I meant more like they kind of established the connection really quickly when old Claudia, you know, is talking with Agnes about um, choosing lives and all that. Mm -hmm. And just the way they embrace each other to me indicated they have history that we're not other than growing up with her Agnes in the family sphere. Yeah. You don't learn a lot of the details. You just kind of know they must have gotten to know each other really well because she seems really fond of Agnes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like you, you make my mom happy, and I, I'm grateful for that now. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, that's what I, that's what I mean by the roles reversing by you know <laughs> no, yeah. in that in that um, confrontation um, because you know. We don't know, like you said, we don't know that story, but, right. you know, it is clear that they've established that bond. And, uh, you know, I was thinking that maybe, you know, Claudia is someone that has been a mother figure to Agnes at this point sure. um, from that, you know, conversation they had. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got to say that there's a story. There's got to be a story, though, behind that newspaper clipping. That's the one thing is I, I I couldn't stop thinking of is like, so someone went on a whole time travel adventure just to get that clipping that we didn't see. Like, where did Agnes get that newspaper clipping? Or, or, or sorry, where did Claudia? Well, I guess Claudia has been on all sorts of adventures anyway. She's just got a whole. She she's just got a whole she, bag of tricks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there should just be a prequel series that's just like. All of the adventures of Claudia, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I and yeah. I think that I mean, like all jokes aside, like that w- it would be interesting just to see the, like a more real time play ba- play of like Claudia and um and uh, um Adam. Adam. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that part in a minute. I won't I won't explain too much. Um, but speaking of Adam, this uh, this episode refers to is called Ghost, and uh, you know Adam's kind of a ghoulish looking character. But um, but uh, yeah, I, I like that uh, they they they, const- they reference Ghost in the episode several times, mm-hmm. which they kind of do. You know, mention the episode title, but they really, really put it in your face in this one. Um, do you know what the the book Ghost is about? Did you, did you look into that at all? I meant to, but I forgot. Um, no. I was wondering if, like some of the songs, it might have some significance. But what do you well, what do you think is the significance of titling this uh, episode Ghost is? Um. Well, there. Starting to do the cycle one more time, and we're like, okay, let's not screw it up like the last time. 
So we're kind of looking, maybe reflecting at what happened. And they, they don't want to be haunted by that past anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess, yeah, that's a, like, I mean, if this is something that's happening endlessly over and over again, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're, they're, you are kind of just ghosts playing out a you know life over and over again in a way um and uh yeah i don't know Uh, other than that i think that maybe egon or sorry ulrich kind of is a ghost-like character to egon yeah you know yeah i can see that yeah and the the white devil too you know it's kind of a supernatural uh i think for egon maybe he just thinks that he's like He's been cursed by supernatural beings or something, and that's why he can't figure stuff out. Because he does say, like, oh, a witch visited me today. You know? When he's talking to yeah. young right. young Claudia. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe Ulrich and Egon just, just you know, can just contribute the things to different things. Like, they, they, they get these hints... But they just instantly contribute them to like maybe supernatural things or something or I don't know. I, I would love to see what their inside of their brains are and what they think about all these things that are happening to them, you know, because they don't really have scenes where they're discussing the internal monologue of those guys. Right. You just see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Speaking of Ulrich and Egon, while we're on that, uh, we do have one clip for you guys. Uh, uh, I know that um, we've referenced it a few times on uh, the podcast, but this is going to be the song from uh, Creator uh, called Pleasure Pleasure to Kill. And uh, this is a song that, uh, you know, First, you hear it uh, uh, on the, you know, disc on the record player when Egon goes into Ulrich's room in the first season. And he picks mm-hmm. up and he's like, uh, my only aim is to kill. The more, the better I feel. What is this garbage? And then he, like, yells at Ulrich and stuff. Right. And then, and then middle Ulrich yells those lyrics at young Egon later in the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so young Egon then hears those lyrics, and then in this episode, uh, well, actually, no, episode four, um, he finally confronts Ulrich about those lyrics. Like, he's like, hey, you said these lyrics to me back in, like, 53, which is, like, you know, 33 years before this thing came out. Like, mm-hmm. what's the deal with that? And he's like, well, you know. Oh, and then he asked, he finally asked him, like, oh, who are you? And he's like, I'm Ulrich Nielsen. I'm from the future. <laughs> he's like, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That was the moment where, like, he, when he didn't fully get it at that moment, I was like, all right, he's, he's not going <laughs> to figure this out. Right, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was uh fucking Egon. Poor, poor, dumb Egon. <laughs> but uh yeah, we'll play the uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna play the whole song so we can listen to it, the whole thing, and then I will then clip it down for the episode because 
copyright. Have you ever heard the whole song, though? No. How much uh, heavy metal, or how much metal have you heard? I almost never consume it. Excellent. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll just play the original version. There's a music video version, too. It's just like a, like a gore video. Well, I was reading that in 2017, right when they're doing the first season, the band had read or covered it again or redid it, and that they prefer the second one. But, oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that they re-recorded the music, but a new music video did, uh, came out in 2017. That's what I was looking at earlier. Um, uh, it was originally released in 86, mm -hmm. and then in... The same month that Ulrich listens to it, so he got it fresh. Right. He got that brand new. And then I, I was reading on the website, it says, a remastered version of this album was released in spring of 2017, several months before Dark Season 1 was released. Okay. Cause, and yeah, they, and they did a tour too. So like, they were like, "All right, guys, this is our chance. This is our, chance. This is our second shot, guys. This is gonna be the most exposure we're ever gonna get uh, again." Because um, they are so intrinsically tied to this show. Um, yeah, that's one thing that's on my list for Tim is to ask him about this band because, like, I'm very curious as to like. If it's a band that he is aware of, or like what the metal scene is like there, um, you know, because yeah, I want to know if he's actually been to like a German metal show. But um, I, can Jim going to one, but I okay. can't either. But you know, <laughs> Tim, you know, he's 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 had a long life already. He might have tried some things. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm very very curious about it now because um, yeah, they right. they're apparently you know tour and stuff so uh but yeah this is creator uh pleasure to kill That was Pleasure to Kill. What did you think of it, Mel? Uh, very intense. But then again, I don't really listen to the genre, like, ever. So yeah. It sounds yeah. Very, very aggressive to me. It is very aggressive. Um, <laughs> uh, almost needlessly so. <laughs> um, no, it's... Uh, it, what's, what's funny is um, this... This is a genre that's really popular still in Madison. Like, huh. this is a big part of the music scene. Like, punk and, like, metal, like, grunge, or not grunge, um, uh, 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 sludgy metal stuff. Like, it's just, I don't know, all of these college kids just love it. Um, so I'm somewhat familiar with this stuff now, 
But when I moved to Madison, it was like a culture shock because I was like, what is what is this? Yeah, really? Like, like I, th- I knew this was a thing back in like the 80s or whatever, but like people are still doing this, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's very aggressive. It's very violent. It's just very like, you know, uh, I can see why someone of, of Egon's age was like, what the? What? Is there like a Satan cult going on? What's it? What is this? Because it's just, I mean, it's meant to be hyper-violent. Like, it's kind of part of the point of the genre, I guess. Right. Um, But, yeah, yeah. I was was curious about this song because I just, I was wondering if maybe it, like, would have any relevant lyrics like some other songs have. But (laughs) not so much. (laughs) That's what I'm looking at the lyrics and it's more just like it's just kind of like the ramblings of someone that like 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 a serial killer essentially. It's like a it's like a song from the perspective of a serial killer. Um Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean I guess, you know, he, he beat in you know, he beat up Helga, so he tried to kill that one kid, but he never actually succeeded. Yeah. Technically. Right, but yeah. other than that, there's not re- there's no connection. It's just, it's just to I think you know, represent I guess Ulrich in that place as a character, you know, after his brother has been um, uh, taken or kidnapped. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I think it's just you know it's one of those things that just ties those characters together through that line. You know, and its place in history and blah blah blah, but yeah, yeah, fun, fun little walk down uh, down black metal. Um, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I know that you're, I know that you're not familiar with that stuff, Mel. So I was just curious to what <laughs> you would think of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you want to get into a little more of uh, uh, the fourth episode, though. I think we've talked a lot about episode three right but episode three has nothing to do with jonas there's no jonas stuff in episode three so what's going on with jonas well i'll tell you what's going on jonas after touching the spherical portal thing has uh been thrown back to 1921 like I, i i think i don't think that's where he was trying to go but uh that's where he ended up and uh, I, I really like that scene, that first scene of him talking to the uh, uh, two, like, farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a really, like, nice. Because, like, you know, from Jonas's perspective, looking at them, it's like, this could be any number of years, you know? Like, this could be anywhere from, like, like a hundred years ago to like two hundred to three hundred, maybe even just because they look very simple in their attire. Yeah, again, a lot of really good acting and expressions from the guy playing Jonas. Like he does that kind of freaked out, upset face really well. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was the audition. Was him being like. <laughs> Just freaked out. (laughs) 
But yeah, he. Uh, uh, this is also the first time they. Um, we've talked about it a little bit in in previous episodes, but this is also one of the first times they reference World War One. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, his uh, his cover, I guess, when they he doesn't know what year it is and where he's where he's been is uh, that he was at the Eastern Front. So he's really vague. He's super vague, but it works because if you were just at the Eastern Front, you'd probably be a little mentally destroyed but um yeah i like that i like that um just that reference point that they they throw in there it's like i think just one of the only lines i think that references it but um oh and then the other guy says like we should have won the war (laughs) yeah yeah i was like um okay well that's your opinion man but uh you know uh (laughs) well that was the war that like it was it was like no one was really winners at the end of the day with that one. It was just a, just a bad time all around. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you also see Agnes in the past. You're introduced to her uh, as a as a child. Right. Um, and then you're also, of course, introduced to young Noah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Being in Jonas's room when he wakes up. Right. What do you think yeah. about that? Like just him just hanging out there, just watching Jonas sleep. Like, well, he's probably been waiting for a long time, so he's like, "I'd never be." I guess. Yeah. Set. Yeah. See, like, like young young Noah is a creep in a different way. Sure. Like yeah. he he's got bad vibes in a very much, you know, like a serial killer that doesn't know how to hide his, you know, insanity. Um, but yeah, he's just like, he just says a bunch of vague stuff like, hmm, different than I thought you'd look. And then just like smiles at him and walks away. It's just like, oh God, (laughs) such a creepy guy. Yeah, that's Noah. That's Noah. HRG, man. He's our HRG. Even, even though we know a lot more about him, he still has that like, you know, weird, like, is he going to kill you in this scene? You like, right. is he gonna, you know, do something crazy right now? Right, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of tension when he's in the room. But, um, yeah, and then, um, Jonas, you know, he, was, he wasn't trying to go to 26, so he does what a logical, you know, next step for a traveler would be, which is he goes to the caves. He tries, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of the stuff seems to happen, but, exactly. uh, yeah, um, but you know he's not the only one that goes to the caves. There's also in a different timeline, we're catching up with the kids, the travelers, the kids. There's the travelers, the adults, and then there's right. the travelers, the kids. Um, and uh, they don't trade notes really, and it maybe all could have been avoided if they did. Um, but they never seem to, that doesn't seem to be one of the plans that Claudia or Adam has. It's like, apparently they need right. to be separate, um, endeavors. Um, so the travelers, uh, are, you know, going, or sorry, the kids are going to the cave. Um, and, uh, they're in the cave and what do you know? Bartaj is there. Bartaj is there dicking around in the caves with the, uh. Is that where he has the uh, the suitcase time machine? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. Because um, 
Oh, we should probably backtrack. So they find the notes for the caves. Uh, they being um, Francisca, um, Magnus, Magnus Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes, those four. Because the parents are just not paying attention anymore. Um, they're going to the caves following the notes, uh, following the, um, you know, breadcrumbs that they've been, um, you know, uh, following for the past, uh, episodes one and two. Right. And, uh, yeah, them, you know, obviously meeting Bartage there is sketchy. It's like, why are you in this weird place that we had to have a map to get to? Well, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, well, we're kind of mean to them. They just like they're pretty brutal. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, dude, let the kid explain what's going on. Well, they really don't. They're like, you suck. What well, is this? And then they tie him up and leave him. I'm just like, well, what's crazy is like, it seems like Marta's like the ringleader there. It's like, cause like, yeah. yeah, that's the darkest part of it is like she who is like normally like pretty, like reasonable you know uh not that violent and right. um yeah like magnus is like wait are you sure about this or i forget who who questions her but she's like you know no 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 we're leaving him you yeah. know, like, he, he can survive for 24 hours or whatever without water you can think about what he did um so yeah yeah it is pretty uh pretty brutal but yeah. <laughs> i don't know maybe she thinks that he uh did something to Jonas? I don't know. But it, yeah, I guess I get it a little bit, but it's also like, you know, Bartosz is like, at the end of that scene, he's like trying to like come clean. It's just yeah. like, man, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I trusted this weird Noah guy and listened to all of his weird time travel stories and I messed up, guys. And yeah. Tie him up, leave him in a cave. Brutal. But, uh, yeah, then the uh, the kid travelers have the suitcase after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what it's for yet, though. No, 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 no. They, uh, they don't fully... Because they're not fully on the time travel bandwagon yet. They know... They know that... They're, they're like... What's weird is, like, they're, like in a Stranger Things-like show <laughs> themselves, but the adults are in a multi-generational time travel show. Yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> Yeah, up until this point, they're, like, in a different show. Um, Yeah, that's so weird. That is <laughs> so weird that... <laughs> the, the way that they parse out the information in this show is just masterful like they have to have someone that is like that's their only job is to like keep track of who knows what right yeah you know it's like well well wait these two characters can't meet because of this you know exactly. that would that would you know the timeline stuff um so yeah uh episode four by the way is called travelers so i mean this is like where really everyone solidifies as the travelers um <laughs> I mean, they well do uh, they actually move? They don't actually use the 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 time machine yet in episode four, right? No, I don't believe so. I don't so. think they do. Um, but yeah, they're they're you know they heard some weird <coughs> from from Bartosz, so they know something's going on. 
Um, but what was I gonna? What was I gonna transfer to here? Um. Oh yeah, the the adult travelers. We gotta talk about Katarina. Ah uh, yes. Yes. She has the most <laughs> normal reaction out of yes. everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I love that scene. It's a good scene. It's well acted, and it makes you as a viewer feel less insane. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, she's just, because, um, yeah, basically they they uh, bring her to the bunker after um, uh, uh, Charlotte. Yes, Charlotte tells uh, 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 Jonas and Hannah about all the stuff she knows, and they all rush to the bunk, and they're like, yeah, we should probably tell Katerina. And then Charlotte goes and picks up Katerina and is like, ah, it's better I just show you, like, this is going to get, you know, Charlotte knows how weird it is. You know, yeah. Charlotte knows, but she's also like, this is, I guess, our best shot uh, without actually taking you through some time portal. But, um, yeah, they, like, tell her all this stuff. Uh, they, they show her, you know, the the pictures on the wall and the picture of Ulrich in the past. And uh, she's just like, what is this? Dude. What do you, <laughs> like... Like, is this some, some kind of sick joke? You know? Like, she's, like, really pissed. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh... Oh, yeah, then Jonas comes out, and, and she's like, Oh, who's this, your little new boy toy? And he's like, No, I'm Jonas, her son, and your grandson. And then she just starts laughing. But, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good... It's a great scene. I love Katarina. She's, <laughs> she's one of the most, um relatable characters i think i agree yeah 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 she uh she gets uh real sad at the end of this though because she she actually after finding you know like you know calling them crazy and you know obviously dismissing it blah 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 she you know is running through the the school just frantically just like pissed off like you know these, these bastards like I'll, I'll prove them wrong um and uh yeah she finds the picture of mickle yeah that's a real sad one yeah it is yeah yeah they're having a rough time she's having a, she's having a real rough time with her though that's like the final i think you know one of the, like last main characters to really start to understand that it's you know something supernatural is going on sure yeah that's true yeah yeah so, speaking of supernatural, there's another one of these steamy dreams in this episode. Oh, so, many. so many steamy dreams. <laughs> um, I think it was actually in episode three, but um, yeah, uh, uh, Marta has a steamy dream about Jonas. Because, um, like, before it was Jonas having a steamy dream about Marta, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um,. Yeah, yeah. It's not a one one off thing. There's a there's a thing going on here with dreams. Well, this is in season episode four. Oh, it is. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, this that's before she like goes and does that stuff with Bartosh. Right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. When uh, French Francisca Francesca and Elizabeth stop by. Right. Speaking of Elizabeth, we do get a a, a glimpse of uh. uh 
future Elizabeth talking to uh, the person that helped Jonas go through the portal. Um, and she mentions, uh, they say it is a part of God to her, mm-hmm. which is a very cool future sci-fi way of saying like God particle, I think. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that, that little, that, that line in particular, but yeah, future Elizabeth has obviously seen some, some, some stuff and, uh, Yeah. Right. has been through some stuff so um but other than that i mean there's i think there's just the last thing to talk about mel you know what thing oh, you know what thing i'm talking <laughs> about the big reveal again <laughs> they managed to pull it off twice in one series adam is like it's been yeah. do i am you and apparently it's, I mean, I guess he could be lying, you know. It could be a, a ruse, yeah. but I don't know. It's it's such a it's such a ballsy move for a show to do this, like right <laughs> to pull this reveal on the same character twice. <laughs> like that's a <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Adam's like, I'm you. And uh, I know this, you know, this probably sucks for you, but I know what you're about to say. We talked about this before, you know, right. that's the way this works, you know? Yeah. And of course, Jonas is just horrified yeah. as one would be. Cause I mean, he, you know, look at Adam, like Adam's been like, at least there's some kind of horrible burn like thing that he went through. Like, I don't know if he was in a collapsed in some kind of fire in a house. Like he just, he looks bad. He looks like he's been through stuff. Um, so this can't be good news for Jonas. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about all that, Mel? That's like a movie well, that... or TV trope or whatever. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, Sorry, go on. What, but, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say it's just hard to accept because uh, throughout this whole thing, Jonas, we learn, is a very caring person, or tries to be. Yeah. And Adam is so the opposite of all of that. He's very yeah. cold and yeah. tough. And you're like, how did that, how did you get from being nice, cool Jonas to that guy? Like, what's Well, going? yeah, yeah. Even, like, middle Jonas is, like, a pretty, like, mostly, so- I mean, besides the fact that he, you know, basically tricked young Jonas into that first portal. But, like, sure. you know, mostly he's, like, a pretty stand-up dude, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is a little hard to believe because, like, he's just so, yeah, it's a completely different persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Adam's, like, a, I don't know, like a Pulp Fiction villain or something. Like, he's just so, he's, like, so menacing in, like, almost a Dracula-esque way. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, you know, you look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the bad guy. (laughs) You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Much more so than Noah, whereas Noah is like, he's giving me weird vibes, but I don't have any hard evidence. In this case, it's like, okay, they wouldn't, I mean, just from what I know from all of television, like 
that guy's a bad dude, right? <laughs> you know, um, right. which right. is something we were going to talk about in the third season a little bit uh, when it comes to a character, the uh, kind of uh, problematic uh, approach that some television has to uh, deforming characters for certain reasons. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll talk more about in that third season. Um, but uh, yeah, just a crazy reveal again, and uh, uh, yeah, just halfway through the halfway through the season, you know, dropping that oh, yeah. that bombshell. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it could be lying though. You know, it could be a, a, a trick of some kind, uh, mm-hmm. an elaborate sure. ruse. But um, is this the episode where you find? Uh, never, never mind, never mind. This is not the episode where you find what I was about to say. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what's been going on with Jonas though. Jonas is in the past, and that, that's the other thing is like Adam is. So you find out now that Adam has been in 1921 the whole time. Right. Because like before, yeah, it's a little vague, like what time period he's actually in, but. Yeah, I think this is when it's like crystal clear. Like, okay, Adam is in 1921, and he's got pictures of everyone all over the place, from all over the timelines. So he's yeah. had a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to mention that earlier. Like, yeah, it, it, Adam's adventures and Claudia's adventures would be very interesting to watch mm-hmm. in yeah. uh, a somewhat real time well, uh, even when uh in 1921 when young jonas goes to the cave he encounters young noah and noah's like you got 32 more years chill out <laughs> <laughs> yeah just chill like, out dude. no just... rush yeah 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 no rush man there's all the time in the world and it's just gonna restart again. Yeah. So like, you know, chill out, bro. Yeah, young <laughs> young Noah is like too easygoing for like how messed up things are. He embraces it in a way that is like sinister, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that's more of the factor of like yeah. evil feeding into itself. I was gonna say his older self is raising the younger self. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a it's a lot easier to manipulate, probably. Yeah. And he, you know, man, uh, manipulated Helga, and and yeah. we didn't really talk about the scene where Helga and Claudia talk to each other, and he's oh, like, yeah. "Don't trust Noah," you know. He's like, "As yeah, an adult, yeah. like, don't do it." But yeah. Earlier, when you meet young Helga again, he gets back home. As soon as he sees Noah, he rushes up oh, to Oh, yeah. Him. That's true. Yeah. They and show so the opposite. He, yeah. Total opposite is he wasn't talking or anything to anybody, even his mom, until yeah. Noah showed up. Yeah. There's a, like, Helga, like, I don't really get, again, what's going on with Helga in a, in a weird way, because it's like, so, like, did did Noah have like a secret word or something? Like Well you kept repeating the time is Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like did I I'm no, wondering did that did he like hypnotize Helga and then like he like used a phrase that unhypnotized Helga when he saw him so he could like prove to his mom that he was I don't know a good role model I don't know but um yeah she like she totally wanted him by the way Noah Oh, yeah. She was just like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna stay for a little while? <laughs> Stick around. Husband's not not around much these days with the the power plant. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's weird though that like just Noah has this kind of some kind of power over him that's mm-hmm. a little unexplored. Yeah, but it's it's what? Cult is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's about all that's going on for episodes three and four, though. Um, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, listening uh, to us uh, do our non spoiler recap. Um, we will have uh, more episodes, of course, coming up uh, uh, next week or the, the week after or whenever we put this out. Um, and uh yeah before we get out of here though uh, do you have any plugs or uh, are you consuming any media that you want to mention books or music or k-pop i don't know uh i just finished all four seasons of a show called search party okay uh really good really good um okay okay Recently started a show called Quite Attendant, hmm. and I'm enjoying that as well. Okay, is it like about the the like lifestyle of a flight attendant, or is it no? Like it's a flight attendant who uh, has uh, a lovely night with a man, and then uh, she wakes up and he's been murdered in the bed, oh, and no. she clearly didn't do it, but. It's all about trying to figure uh, all that out. Okay, okay. So, Interesting. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. As for me, I have been listening to the album Concept Hours Desert Island Discord uh, playlist we have on Spotify and YouTube. Um, if you want to uh, join our Flyover State Park uh, Discord, uh go uh i'll put a link in the description um but that's uh that discord is more about the album concept hour podcast where we talk about albums and music so uh if you're someone that is interested in that kind of thing go over to our discord uh tell us what your uh, favorite desert island five would be if you were stuck on a desert island which five albums would you choose is what we want to know and um yeah check out the album concept hour at anchor fm or anchor.fm slash album concept hour or if you want to check out our side b that is at flyover or patreon.com slash flyover state park so um yeah there's that's uh oh and uh, if you like hip-hop if you're a big hip-hop fan or if you like uh just you know listening to artists break down their craft uh head on over to youtube and you can find the pick apart the passion podcast uh with my uh my buddies uh, rambunctious every day and uh tayamo denku and uh yeah those are those are free to watch and uh 
very long. So if you uh, just want a lot of hip hop stories, just and uh, you know we have a painter, we have an actor, and uh, many more to come. So yeah, that's it for me. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you guys uh, next time on Travelers, a dark podcast. The Travelers are Mel and Brad LeBaron. Special thanks to Alex Wiley Coyote for the music. Until next time, the end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end of this podcast. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.